From a man who earns his living writing popular fiction, I consider that a compliment. I was curious as to where you had found some of the events you described. I've read the Peters biography and a few of those other men you just mentioned, but nowhere have I found any mention of the battle upon the Laramie Plains, as you described, or the incident with the Sioux in the Black Hills, or that Carson had actually explored Mesa Verde long before Wetherill. A small, satisfied smile came to his gaunt face. We competent researchers have our sources, he chirped smugly. If you do, then you must have the only copy. A sudden wariness chilled his gray eyes. Just what is your point, Mr. Hawkins? I didn't let the brusque iciness put me off. My point is only this. Like those other men you just berated, I do not wish to advance error. I'm writing some books about Kit Carson, and I wish to show the true character of the man. Your piece got my natural curiosity revved up, to use a slightly modern phrase. Now it was my turn to lay on the earnestness. If there are other source materials available, I'd like to know about them. He stared at me a moment, then abruptly rose to his feet. Edward was a tall man, well over six-three. I'm sorry, I cannot help you, Mr. Hawkins. Now I have much work to see to. Reluctantly, I stood up. It wasn't that he couldn't help me. The old goat wouldn't help me. He had his own private stash of documents hidden away somewhere, and by God, they were going to remain private. Well, I'd run this lead down as far as it was going to go. I couldn't make him talk if he had it in his thick, competent head. He wasn't going to. Thank you for your time, sir, I said, disappointed. He only stared at me harder as I started for the door. Smith! He flung this single name out at me as my hand was upon the doorknob. Sir? I looked back, stuck by the odd glimmer in his eyes and what seemed to be an internal struggle going on somewhere behind them. With a small twitch of his mouth, he motioned me back to the chair. Professor W.G.F. Smith. Ever hear of him? I had to admit that I had not. Well, I'm not surprised. It was the prejudice of the day, you understand, he added cryptically. I did not. Then he said something for which I was quite unprepared. How old would you say I am? I'd figured around eighty, but not wanting to insult the man, I guessed low. Seventy, seventy-five? He grinned. A diplomat, I see. Perhaps politics is your calling, Mr. Hawkins. I shall be ninety-three come May twenty-ninth. You don't show it, <laughs> but I feel it. He eased his lanky frame back into the squeaky chair. 
Professor Smith's documents are wonderful first-person accounts of much of Kit Carson's early career. Unfortunately, the few colleagues who have read them have shrugged them off as inconsequential. I, however, have determined their genuineness and have spent the last fifty years, since acquiring the papers, studying and annotating them. I had hoped some day to produce a new account of Kit Carson based largely upon Professor Smith's manuscripts. He fell into a long silence, and when he spoke again it was with a heavy voice. Funny how swiftly time slips by. Another long break, then a sudden breath. Well, none of us lives forever. I have six months.